0: It is Wednesday, September 8th, and we are finally back with a sport that we care to talk about with the NFL taking place this weekend. With me today, we have the A-Squad, Ethan Heidorn, Pear Brothen, yep, yep. Andrew, Pe- Andrew Pepping, and the great Dylan Thomas. Uh, as it is per tradition, Dylan, why don't you start us out with a uh, a day in, in history.
1: It must be a new season if you introduce me by saying the great Dylan Thomas instead of the degenerate or the idiot or some <laughs> other form of uh,
0: – Or just like fuck Dylan Thomas. Yeah.
1: yeah. The red return. The red returns. So we're going to part the Red Sea this morning. Uh, this day in sports history was absolute trash. So instead, I'm going to do on this week in sports history. And by this week, I mean last Saturday, like three days ago. Uh, because this story was too good not to tell, former Arkansas high school coach, you guys already know where I'm going with this, is now the coach of Presbyterian, the uh, D1 college. His principal, what what made him famous as an Arkansas high school football coach, is that he does not believe in punts, kickoffs, uh, and always goes for two. So basically, it's like playing Madden with any of your friends in high school. Uh, you would think it would catch up to him, right? Not uh, Not yet. Because he won 84 to 43 this weekend with 10 consecutive touchdowns, including 10 consecutive onside kick recoveries, which is fucking asinine. Uh, broke school records in points and first half uh, points and second half points and total yards. The quarterback threw for 550. I am stoked to see where this goes this season. I'm hoping it doesn't catch up to him. And next year in the power five, we don't see any more punts or power so, four, perhaps. Um, oh. So, you, you said he moved from what school to where? He was at an Arkansas high school and now he's at Presbyterian.
2: Yeah, for sure. No, I totally thought that story was going to he diddles little boys. Absolutely.
0: Uh, up, <laughs> you threw take, me off
2: with the note with the always go for two stuff.
0: Let's take 30 seconds just to have uh, Dylan or Pear explain to us what happened with that. Is it Bishop Sycamore or whatever? What <laughs> happened with that, that fake football team? Like, I obviously have heard bits and pieces about it, but how does that happen?
1: a bunch of uh, dumb guys that are smarter than we thought. That's what happened there. <laughs> I, and, and,
0: and they're like our age are like 27 year old guys out here. Uh, playing. There was a range.
1: There were also like 14 year old kids on this team. It was like 14 to 30 year olds, but I'm seeing pictures of people on this roster and it's like a dude has a mustache. He's definitely 35 years old.
0: <laughs> like, I read that like a 28 year old guy, like tore his ACL in the game on live TV. <laughs> it's just like, dude, what a mess. What a mess. Well, that uh, At least it was football, right?
1: I mean, the best part of it was that they got their ass kicked. That was, <laughs> that was the best part of it.
0: So before we get into uh, the actual gambling side of things here on uh, Nick's Gi- Tiny Nick's Giant Picks, we actually, uh, we're, we've been picked up by Zone Coverage. Uh, somehow they uh, are letting us use their platform to, uh, to post our podcast on. Uh, many thanks to uh, Cy Amundsen, Tom Schreier, and Ethan Hydeorn for uh, working those things out for the boys. But uh, the boys. <laughs>
2: to, uh
0: just to show everyone um how stupid this podcast really is to get started Ethan who has it recently been a bad day for
2: well start of the season we had to go with bad off season so this will be who was it a bad off season for you got a couple candidates uh, let's start off with it was a bad off season for bill Belichick. In his pivotal, no-COVID opt-out excuses season, our boy watched Tampa Bay retain all of their starters from a Super Bowl team, which has to be the first time since Jim Kelly got murdered in four straight Super Bowls. And his reclamation project slash top hat aficionado the likes John Wilkes Booth would be jealous of was cut for a fat rookie QB from Alabama. Good luck, Billy. Who else was it a bad offseason for? Well, it was a bad offseason for the Rona boys. I'll let Cole Beasley fall on his own sword simply by speaking words. And honestly, I wouldn't be upset if Kirk Cousins suffocated in a plexiglass tank after he attempts to Houdini his ass out of the quarterback meeting week one. Um, and, and, uh, <laughs> that was good. Finish, that was good. To finish it off, just a bad, 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 bad offseason for Deshaun Watson. Uh... It was pretty damn bad for our boy. I don't even know what else to say. Um, I will say this, though. I never thought I could like someone Davo Sweeney. uh, But congrats to Sean. You managed to do it. But in a bout of good news, I hear Aaron Hernandez's brother is still employed in football. So good for him. Look forward to the Hawkeyes this year. Go Hawks.
0: Uh, fuck the Hawkeyes going into uh, Ames this weekend. Dylan, uh, anything you want to say about that? Because we don't really talk a lot about college football on this show. We will have a segment for Paris College Corner at the end, but... Uh, Thoughts on the uh, hawkeyes uh, Hawk tradition showdown this weekend?
1: Yeah, the Hawk matchup this weekend, college game day in Ames, Iowa, a number 10 and number nine team, the highest of those two teams, uh, their ranking in the history of their program. So really exciting game for Iowa, which saying the words exciting in Iowa in the same sentence don't happen very often. So enjoy college game day this weekend. Iowa looked really good. Iowa State didn't look really good. Obviously I'll be rooting for our cyclones, but,
0: uh, I'll leave it at that. Now, Dylan, you went to a game uh, last fun fact about,
3: uh, fun fact about that game. Iowa has less than 1% of the US's population and, uh, 20% of the AP top 10.
0: Ah, uh, I was, I was Mad. expecting a something a lot percent more percent of the pigs that learned how
3: to, how to walk. <laughs> yeah. yeah <I> was like, <laughs> a lot of something pigs eating corn direction. stuff going on too.
0: Now, Dylan, I got to ask you really quick. Um, you spent last weekend in Ames for a game that literally no one gives a flying fuck about. Yeah. And you're not going to go there when game day is there for the Iowa, Iowa State game. You're an idiot. I just want you to know that. So time.
1: the original plan was to be there this weekend for the Iowa game. That's definitely what we wanted. Unfortunately, I've got a work trip this weekend. So I will be missing. Sunday afternoon, I will be missing the Broncos opener this weekend because I'll be uh on stage working. So uh I'm definitely frustrated to not be at the Iowa State game, let alone watching the Broncos this weekend.
0: Well, because the Big Ten didn't play last year for reasons that we won't let Perrin Dylan talk about, uh, we didn't have the Iowa State Iowa game uh to uh kind of have uh that tradition for. But the last one that did exist, Ethan came down to Iowa State for when I was still at Iowa State. And uh, Iowa State had a chance to win the game at the end. Their punt returner ran into another guy on his own team. The ball hit him, and Iowa recovered, to which Ethan did not care at all, besides the fact that it ruined a little bit of the party atmosphere in Ames. So, uh, again,
2: it was a a terribly embarrassing loss to be at. Honestly, enjoyable as a mutual (laughs) third party, Uh, but disappointing because it did make the going out scene less fun, which was. The
1: only reason I was there.
0: So that'll probably happen again this year, but uh, with that the exception sad,
1: of, of Nick Hammity, everybody in the Midwest will drink for anything, celebration or mourning <laughs> of any loss. So uh, I'm sure the party didn't slow down too much at Iowa state.
0: Yeah. Keep me, uh, keep me away from the alcohols. Now uh, let's, uh, let's jump into the NFL this weekend. Uh, it's actually, uh, and we'll start out with Thursday night. Cause I know everybody's a cowboy fan here. Huh? Fuck that. Um, as a, As a a lifelong Cowboy fan here, I got an eight and a half point spread. How do you not take that? How do you not take Dallas eight and a half points? I want to play a little game called Tease Up, Tease Down, where I will randomly ask Andrew, Pear, Ethan, who is labeled Joe Gill on here, and it's just throwing off every time. (laughs) And and Dylan Thomas, uh, who, uh, I don't know, these guys have their full names on here. Ethan has a fake name. Um, I mean, well, uh, bro, you're looking time.
2: we have audio, we have video. If your name was, you know, Poop McGee, I'm not going to go and hey, no, throw it back to the host. Uh, Poop McGee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no. It's a kid I've known since I was four years old. It's,
4: Couldn't it's be too, Poop McGee. It has to be Nick Amity.
0: If, if you, <laughs> you saw how small your faces are on my shitty little screen. All right, so we'll, uh, we'll jump right into this. Um, I'm going to start with you, Ethan. Eight and a half point spread. Bucks are Cowboys going into Tampa. Obviously, Tampa coming off that Super Bowl high. Do they have a Super Bowl uh, hangover? First of all, and do we trust Dak Prescott, his shoulder, his ankle, whatever the hell else is going on to, to play a good game after not playing for so long and actually being absent for the whole entire preseason?
2: No, I'm liking the buck. I like the Buck Dad is at minus eight and a half. I like the Super Bowl team on the first game. So I, you're teasing, obviously
0: you're teasing down to two. Oh and a half. yeah,
2: I'm I'm teasing to the two and a half spot, Daddy. The best part of the Bucks' defense, God. which dominated Patrick Mahomes, is their defensive line. And you, you know, this this is not the same Dallas offensive line, and their best O lineman is probably not gonna play unless yeah, Jerry May- unless Jerry's got his magic wand going with his like third plane that's ready to take off the moment this this uh, negative test comes through. Don't think it's gonna happen. And uh, too many conflicting reports on Dak's health over the off and to miss that many games with that level of an injury and be thrown into Thursday night against this defense and the defending champs, obviously, it's not like he's some sort of, you know, it, he's has five years under his belt. But still, I don't I just don't trust that at all. So if I have to tease one side or the other, I'm, I'm doing the Bucks because I don't think there's a chance in hell they lose this game um forget that Mike McCarthy is their head coach and I don't know that anything significant has changed in their defense even as some guys got healthier and I think they signed a corner in the offseason I just think that um I think it's going to be bucks all the way
0: Micah whatever his name is uh yeah the Cowboys uh uh, Cowboys beefed up their whole defense on uh in the draft uh from the first round all the way through so I uh, I I'm more afraid of the Cowboys Usually,
2: perform well on Thursday night of uh, That's, that's, know, that's what I was going to say. I'm more
0: worried about the Cowboys' defense in the beginning of the season than I am as a as a whole. Like last year, we were picking up guys off like out of grocery stores, so it was like we were going to suck. We were going to have one of the worst defenses in the league, and I say we because I am a member of the Dallas Cowboys. At least you didn't um, get
2: any Uber drivers. It worked out so well for our
3: twins.
0: Yeah, Randy Dubnick. Now, uh, Pear, uh, I see you. Uh, I see you itching to talk over there. What do you got?
3: Yeah, well, just two quick points. The first one, uh, Kurt Warner was actually discovered in a grocery store, so I'll have you uh, bite your tongue about talking right, to about grocery bad, store Perth. players. But uh, <laughs> this, now that we're yeah, into – NFL
2: superstar up, Kurt Warner.
3: Now that we're into uh, tease-up, tease-down here, this is a test. Uh, so we'll see how many of you guys pass this test. Uh, 11 of the 16 games this week only go one direction. We'll see if you guys get it right.
0: I mean – you guys are morons not to tease this to 14 and a half points. I'll, I'll ask Dylan for his recommendation just to try to bring normality back to uh, to the scene here because 14 and <laughs> a half points with a team as good as the Cowboys with a guy like Dak Prescott. Dak, even if he sucks, he'll figure out a, a way to put up 21 points. So you're banking on the the Bucks, in my opinion, to score 35 plus uh, to cover a 14 and a half point spread. Not going to happen. Not saying the Cowboys are going to win, but 14 and a half. I am teasing up all day. Dylan, what do you got?
1: Yeah, so this game has a lot of question marks on it. You've got the question mark of if the Cowboys – I think the Cowboys are looking – maybe it's just another Dallas Cowboys season where we're hopeful, not where the Cowboys faithful are hopeful at the start of the season. It would appear that they're going to be better this year. But a lot of gaps to fill. And like you said, the first game of the season Thursday night, I'd be more comfortable teasing this, uh, you know, without question teasing it up if we were week three or week four – the only reason I could see it going the other way is because I, I certainly don't think it's unreasonable with where the line sits right now on a six and a half or even a six point tease, you're going to get two and a half. So field goal game for Tampa Bay. Um, but again, excellent point. Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, they've got a powerhouse offense. They have so many receivers. I don't know who to throw the ball to at this point. Uh, you've got Michael Gallup, who is a stellar wide receiver and is probably going to get six, you know, six, six touches a game or six looks a game. Just because there's so many places to throw the ball. As the number there. three receiver, he's probably yeah. going to get six catches a
0: game. Yeah, no, they yards. got the
2: best receiver in the league who just hasn't proved it yet.
0: All right, dude. Even if Amari's not the best receiver in the league, he's not like bad enough to make that joke. You're an idiot. And I hate so
1: you. all that said... I like the comfort of two touchdowns. I agree. I, I'm going to tease this up to 14 and a half. I think you could potentially catch a middle here also. I mean, I, depending on where you want to play your teases, you could catch a middle, get the Bucks minus two and a half and get the Cowboys plus 14 and a half on different sides.
0: Yeah. Well, let's not do that because that's stupid. Um, I mean, I see what you're saying. That's why the spread's where it's at though. It's a uh, it's a game that the Bucs probably do win. Uh, even though I'm a Cowboy fan, I'm going to gonna hit that money line for the Cowboys a little bit. But the Bucs realistically win that game. Um, it's just not going to be a 14-and-a-half-point cover. So uh, that takes us into the vikings bengals And I want to uh, get Andrew, uh, Pear, and Joe. Uh, I want to get all of their uh, opinions here. <laughs> um, Ethan, start us out here. The, your, like, your Minnesota Vikings are a, a three-point favorite against the Bengals. Um, the Bengals getting Joe Burrow back – what do we know about the Bengals, if anything? And do you think the Vikings are going to be the team that they were supposed to be last year? Or does Kirk Cousins just suck? And is this defense just not reliable, even with Barr back?
2: Yeah, I mean, this is a eight or nine win team at best. The Kirk Cousins special. The defense is going to be better because we're, we have a healthy, you know, Anthony Barr is actually going to play uh kendrick's missed a bunch of last year uh, daniel hunter is probably the biggest reason we will be better but dude mahomes still and he's mahomes but he torched these guys in the preseason uh, we had to sadly well inevitably release our first round cornerback from two years ago that had some horrible issues i just don't see any way uh, the the Lineman that we drafted, Darisov, hasn't even played in the preseason, will be coming back off of the injury um, that he sustained for the last couple weeks. I don't trust them at all. Kurt can't move for anything, and I think you're going to get another eight or nine-win team, and, and that's it. So the only, the only way they make the playoffs and get 10 wins is if they take five out of the six in the division, which is possible because the Bears and Lions are horrible, uh, but I wouldn't trust the Vikings team against any one outside of the division who's actually good.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I agree with everything you just said, absolutely. The NFC North is a weird division, too. Pep, uh, anything you want to add to that?
4: Yeah, I think for the Vikings right now, um, I think the way they win this game is on the defensive side. Um, we all know about the Bengals' all line. It's like it's like a, you can walk right in and then do whatever you want. Um, but one line <laughs> I'm actually kind of looking at right now, I think that would actually be <laughs> – pretty good is um, Delvin cook has a uh, rush rushing yard uh, line right now at 95. And I kind of like that as an over Um, we all know the Vikings run plan. It's basically going to feed Delvin cook and see how much he can uh, put the team on his back. Um, I really do like that line at 95. Uh, Bengals historically on defense hasn't been the best. Um, And I think the first game uh, Vikings could ground and pound, waste some clock uh, to kind of, Take momentum of the game, get a couple touchdowns early, um, and that's how I feel like they You're will up uh, show up or
0: teasing down on this three-point spread.
4: Um, I'm going to take the Vikings. That would be plus four on the spread, right? So I will take the Vikings all day on that.
0: Sounds good. Yeah, uh, yeah you can tease that up to. It's actually three points right now. You can tease it up to nine, or you can tease it uh, tease it the other way to. Um, you know, you can tease the Bengals up, uh, I was going to say. Or you can tease the Vikings to plus three, excuse me. Ethan, uh, just to clarify, are you teasing the Vikings to, uh, to plus three or are you teasing the Bengals to plus nine?
2: The Vikings to plus three. I was just giving a season long. I, I mean, the Bengals are a trash team, so I don't worry about the. That's a team that the Vikings can dominate. Uh, but anyone who's worth
3: anything, no.
0: And, Per, anything you want to add to that?
3: Uh well the uh the test has already been failed by Pep. Uh you never tease through zero. So the correct answer is either tease up or pass. And uh with Burrow uh coming back, he's three and one ATS at home last season. He's sort of a, a backdoor cover machine. Uh, I would take the plus nine all day long. All right. There you have it.
0: I'm gonna tease the uh I'm gonna tease the Bengals the plus nine as well. I'm going to tease the Bengals a plus nine as well, and that brings us into our next game: Eagles at the Falcons. Which I don't want to spend a lot of time on. Pear, do you care about this game at all?
3: Uh, Not really, but I do kind of feel pretty good about the over in it. But anyway, moving on.
0: All right, we'll get back into that. And uh, our awesome,
3: concise, uh, loved it.
0: Thanks, Pear. Thank you. Um, Tease up, tease down, Dylan. Go
1: on the on the cover.
0: Falcons minus three at home against the Eagles.
1: Well, you don't tease through zero, as Pear will say. So uh, um, I think that they do keep it within 10. The Eagles keep it within 10. So tease the Eagles up. Uh, the game's over, though, so that's my play on this one as well. Pear?
3: Agree. Tease it up.
0: Pep.
4: Jalen Hurts, time to shine. Tease up. And Ethan?
2: Tease up, tease down, tease all around. Jalen Hurts, that guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, probably the best so that, game of the
3: week. So is that a pass, or uh, I don't really understand. It just
0: we'll let the we'll let the listener kind of make what they want out of that. um Now the Steelers uh, going into Buffalo. This is a fun game, pair. Uh, I'm going to let you take over for this one. Tell us what you know about the Bills and tell us uh, what we're doing on this game. Six and a half point spread. Are we taking the spread? Are we teasing up? Are we teasing down?
3: Oh yeah, I'll talk all about the Bills. I already heard a uh, a Jim Kelly reference, I believe uh some stomping on my bills from 30 years ago. Uh let's see. So there has been a half point move to Buffalo. Bills lose game. a lot
0: of Super Bowls to the Cowboys. I just will say that.
3: Yeah, well, not since you've been alive. And one. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say we
1: can we can stomp on the bills of thirty years ago all we want, but none of us were
3: there to see them 30 years ago. Yeah. So <laughs> Several well, one of us was <laughs> yeah. um so the bills were 12 and 4 ats uh the last 16 week ones um so if you're going to give me a six point teaser on the bills it, it is a homer play but i'm going to tease that down to half a point so that they can get the win uh because the steelers are a pretty good cover team uh 12 three and one ats is a dog the last three seasons
0: I, uh, I'm going to tease the Steelers up to, uh, 12 and a half points on this one, even though I do think the bills are going to win the game, anything, anybody else wants to add on this one, or, uh, should we just move on into, uh, a game that you guys might have absolute zero clue on pep? What do you got?
4: I mean, I'll just trust pair. I'm going to take him at a half point. All
0: right. There you go. Well, uh, appreciate that input. That's solid. Uh, Solid analysis from Pep there. Now this game I think Big game, Ben
4: was rope a
2: doping all of us with this weight bullshit. He's gonna be trash this year.
0: <laughs> and yeah, it's gonna I,
2: start with this game. Josh Allen's gonna give him the the business.
0: I think Big Ben will start up the season all right, and I think he'll sizzle out like the fat piece of shit that he is, like he does every single season. Um
3: You sure he wasn't pulling a, a fake fat harden? And he's actually <laughs> jacked. No, Harden was big boy there for a little while.
2: He just how, went into was his amazing. wrestler
0: mode. That was <laughs> amazing. Never, the dude's dropping 20 pounds in like oof. a morning. It, it made absolutely no sense. Here's the thing, guys. What the hell is going on with the Colts this season? Are the Colts going to suck? Does Carson Wentz suck? Or are they a team that actually uh, has replaced Phillip Rivers and has a chance for the guy that – Maybe can rebound to his MVP former self, MVP candidate former self that uh, we saw a couple of years ago before the NFC East uh, murdered him and the Eagles just drove him into the ground. Ethan, I know you're a big Wentz guy. Uh, what do you think about Carson Wentz and what do you think about Russell Wilson going in to Indianapolis this week as a two and a half point favorite?
2: I love him going in in Indianapolis as a two and a half point favorite. I still we don't have a lot of clarity on the Wentz injury situation. The Colts are a very good team, and then they let their complete nerd of a coach pick his lover boy over from Philadelphia. And I think that Wentz is just bad. Uh, the one MVP, he's gonna be the next, he's Cam Newton, just you know, without the hats. And so it's I this guy wonder. holds on to the ball too long and can't stay healthy, and I don't believe that they're gonna have it the only hope is that Indy has a much better offensive line than the Eagles were trying to struggle through after that, you know, Super Bowl run. And so I think that I'm putting all my money on Russell hustle and bustle this weekend and think that uh, it's going to be a bad week one for Wentz And it's probably not going to get better from
0: there. Now pair uh, the, uh, the Colts are a team that had a good defense last year. We know that um, they, they brought a lot of their defensive guys back. Wentz is uh, really the big change for this team. Our, are you writing off the uh, the Colts as a can- or as a contender the same way that Ethan is because Carson Wentz flutters balls 20 yards over everyone's head all game or do you think he can kind of dial it back into the guy that he was uh, pre ACL injury and uh, and and you're going to stay away from this game because I also along with Ethan want to jump on Russell Wilson and the uh, the Seahawks minus two and a half it's just too small of to a spread and I can even if it's a three point win I can I just can't see the Seahawks losing that game to Carson Wentz.
3: Yeah, I don't have a good feeling about this Colts team. Something feels off, like, you know, like their snake bed or something. I don't know. Just bad shit just keeps happening to them. Um, And this is the second biggest line move of the week. Five points. It's almost like
0: their owner has really bad karma for some reason.
3: Yeah, maybe. Uh, (laughs) 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 Eat
0: the no no Ursa joke from you. I'm shocked.
2: Oh, it's. I'm doing a fantasy football draft at the same time, so I was a little bit distracted, brother. <laughs> Trying to decide between uh, one bad guy and another bad guy. We both have suspect records.
3: Anyway, moving Sorry, on.
0: Sorry, continue. <laughs> Classic
3: football conundrum. There has been a five-point move to Seattle here uh, after the news of the, of the Wentz injury, and, and it hasn't come backwards at all. And there's a good reason the Colts stink in Week One. They're they've lost seven straight Week One games. They're one five and one ATS in Week One in the in that oh, stretch.
0: That's and, some knowledge.
3: Uh, and Russ, just let him cook against against Wentz because he's four and one ATS when he plays against Carson Wentz.
0: And. uh Another,
3: uh, yeah, Dude, I, how I,
2: long and how long until Jimmy you fights <laughs> Logan Paul it is. I, I don't even understand I mean this guy's face I, was I did, Google, I did a Google image search of Jim you're saying the first thing that came to my mind was this guy's fighting Logan Paul for sure so <laughs> I'm just waiting on it you guys can pay me when the event has gone on Jim I know you're listening to this you weird psychopath and so I uh, I'm, I'm convinced that's the next fight for uh, old LP <laughs>
0: We'll see about that. Um, I, uh, I want to spend like 30 seconds talking about this game, even though it's going to be a really, really good game. The Titans and the Cardinals, it's a three-point uh, three matchup, three-point favorite uh, coming in for the home team, Tennessee. Um, I, uh, I'm in Arizona now. People are very high on the Cardinals here. Uh, Kyler Murray, this receiving – I mean, they have the best receiving uh, staff in the, in the whole league now, the best receiving core, um, other than the Dallas Cowboys, of course. But is this a team that has done enough on the defensive side the Cardinals to stop a team like uh, the Tennessee Titans from running wild with Derrick Henry and even Ryan Tannehill, who had a great season last year? Dylan?
1: Uh, to stop Tennessee? No. Are they a good enough team for us to talk about them throughout the season? Yes. I mean, I, I think we had some pretty good luck with them last season. Last season, the only people who thought they were going to be good were Arizona fans, uh, and they kind of pulled through from there. Um like you said, high power offense, some questions on the defense. I mean, a similar sentiment to Tennessee. So in looking at this game, I'm more keen on the over than anything else. I think it could be unpredictable uh, offense for both of these teams. We've seen Tennessee last season put up 45 points in games and we've seen the same from this Cardinals team. So.
0: Yeah. Are you, uh, are you afraid of this, uh, this wide receiving core Uh, as a, if you're, if you're someone going against the Cardinals, does it scare you to the point that you don't want to play this team in the playoffs or is it kind of like this team might uh, put on a fun show, but they're not a real contender, especially when you have guys like Patrick Mahomes that can probably do it with three number four receivers?
1: I mean, they don't have as easy of a route to the playoffs as do other teams. So, I mean, if they get there, yeah, that's that's tough to match up for anybody to to match up with their uh, their entire offense, frankly, Kyler Murray and his his mobility creates a lot of problems for teams as well. And we saw that last year. He ran over all over the field, and uh, he truly was a pass first quarterback, which people question he would be, but he still scrambled when he needed to. I believe, and this is it's been a while since fantasy football. Maybe we should defer to Ethan here, but I believe he was a top five quarterback last year in fantasy in terms of his output. So, um, both powerhouse offenses. I think the Cardinals are very capable of having a very good year. Uh, they've got tougher matchups than do other teams in other divisions. I mean, looking at the AFC West, the Chiefs are going to, you know, destroy every every one of us. Um, so we'll see how their season pans out. I think, yeah, all of the rest of the AFC West teams. But, um, yeah, I think the Cardinals have a great year. I think the Tennessee Titans take this one. I'm not in love with the three-point line because I could see this being won by a field goal.
0: So let's uh, let's hit it with a, a quick tease up, tease down uh, from everybody real quick. Are you teasing? Uh, are you teasing through zero to get the Titans plus three? Or are you taking the Cardinals up to plus nine? A lot of plus nines on the tease this week.
1: Yeah, which I also don't love. Um, again, my favorite plays the Just over, up. but but I would I would tease the Cardinals up. And if you happen to have a a, a couple lines that you want to tease seven on, this would be a candidate for a seven point teaser.
0: Yeah, obviously you want to get to that ten point push at least, yeah. but it's going to be a. Uh, it's gonna to be tough paying that juice, especially with teaser odds. Only getting worse in Vegas right now. Uh pair tease up or tease down?
3: Well, I would not play as on a teaser myself, but uh based just on taking my the rules, Titans
0: minus three, right?
3: Yeah, I would tease it up, but uh like Dylan said, this this are two good teams. Um there has been a half point move to Tennessee. So I mean I, I do lean just Tennessee on the on the points. Um I also uh, sort of agree with Dylan that uh, the over is in play here just because Tannehill is 21-4-1 uh, as the Titans starter to the over.
0: Yeah, a lot uh, of that has to do with their defense being one of the worst defenses true. of all time.
3: It is a trash defense. However, the Cardinals last year 8-0 to the under on the road. And I do have some questions about uh, you know Arthur Smith is now the, the head coach in Atlanta and not the offensive coordinator in Tennessee anymore. So is that offense going to just pick up where it left off? Is that Obviously. offense
0: going to just give the ball to Derrick Henry or are they going yeah, get cute?
3: That's an easy thing to do. However, 2,000-yard rushers always regress. But, uh, Only
0: can go down yeah. from
3: there. Well, oh, Julio Jones might pick up some of those yards.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, Ethan, who are you taking
2: in this game? Those rushing there. yards.
3: Julio Jones <laughs> rushing
2: yards. Yeah, well, I assume they're going to be running the ball less. Uh, the deal is I think that if you're looking at week one, who has been preparing for this more in the off season, Mike Vrabel guy who will cut his penis off to win a football game or Cliff Kingsbury way more interested in being a mill hunter. I'm going with our boy, Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans in this game, more prepared, uh, more cohesion in their quarterback uh, is taller than five foot two.
0: And, uh, Gets us to another bullshit game. Chargers, uh, Chargers, Washington. This game's an even spread. Who are we taking? Uh, let's let's not even tease this one. Uh, coin flip game. Dylan, go.
1: Just straight up.
0: Yep, straight
1: uh, up. I'll take the Washington football team.
0: I'm going to take the Washington football team as well, even though I do like Justin Herbert's game a lot. Uh, pair.
3: Swaggy five and two ATS last season. Thirteen and seven last two seasons. Give me Fitz Swaggy.
4: Papu, who are you taking here? Not the game for Herbert to shine. I'm going to take the football team. Uh, The football team is going to get it done. Uh, Ethan, who do you like?
2: I don't like anything about the football team. Give me the Rage and Stallion who cleared that face up. Man, get him on the next commercial for uh, whatever the hell that your t- product Gina. is that used to be on. Proactive. Whatever. Proactive, baby. Let's go with yeah. Herbert, the air, air bear. He's going to be, I mean, trashing this um, supposed excellent <laughs> football team defense. I don't think they got a chance in hell. If it's magic, it takes a few games to get going.
0: I mean, I don't even, I, I, I don't know if it's just like the way that I'm reading them off, but I mean, it seems like I could just say, I go down through every game and be like, this game sucks. Because the Jets and the Panthers, this game sucks. Uh, Panthers, minus four and a half against the Jets team that is, you know, they got a rookie quarterback. They are they don't have Le'Veon Bell anymore, and uh, their coach does a lot less cocaine than he used to. Um, Dylan, who are you taking in this one? Four and a half point favorite for the Panthers at home against the Jets.
1: Yeah, I hate this game. We don't even know uh... – we have no idea how a uh, young cat, what's his name? Mac. What's his name? Uh, no, Wilson. it's not Mac Jones. It's Zach Wilson. Zach, Zach Wilson. Yeah. We have no idea how he's going to play. Uh, I actually tend to have kind of high hopes for him. I think he could be a good football player, but in game one, such a question mark. I'm honestly not going to touch this game at all. So I'm taking the
0: Panthers a, minus four and a half. You're just,
1: just straight up. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to tease through zero. It's not worth it to me. Pair, what do you got?
3: Well, I'd much rather touch uh, Zach Wilson's mom than this game. But uh, (laughs) if I did have to make a tease, I would tease up. Uh, The Panthers 0-3 straight up last season as a home favorite. Uh, And the past two seasons, first start quarterbacks. So Zach Wilson, 18-6 ATS. Ethan,
0: any thoughts on this one? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Pep, we're just going to skip your analysis on this game because I, uh, quite frankly, don't care. Um, we will let you start out with the next one though, Pat, uh, the chiefs, uh, everyone knows about Pat Mahomes and, uh, obviously the most fun team in the league. And with a six point spread, it's under that touchdown threshold. You got Baker Mayfield, who Baker Mayfield and the Browns who finished on a pretty high note last year, despite all the weird COVID shit. And I'm pretty sure pair, correct me if I'm wrong. It was the, was it the Browns and the Ravens that played in the Lamar Jackson shit game? I guess it was. I think it was, yeah. So the Browns had a weird end of their season last year, but they, they were trending up. Pep, are you rolling with the favorite Chiefs, or are you going to tease the Browns to plus 12 in this one?
4: I think I might – I think I'm going to stick with the Chiefs here because I believe – I believe this is a game where it could get out of hand quickly. Um, I mean, the Chiefs' offense is basically the same as it is the last two, two or three years. We all know Mahomes is going to throw the ball out. I think this is a bounce-back year for – Clyde Edwards, he lair I think he'll have a pretty big game. Um, the defense for the Browns is pretty stingy, but if you give me a half a point for the chiefs to win it at home, I mean, I don't understand why you wouldn't take that.
0: Yeah. And you can actually tease that one down to just a pick'em. So, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm with you on that one, Pep. I'm going to take the chiefs minus six in a spread game, but, uh, I also know that they're a huge public favorite. So, that's where you. Uh, that's where the tease becomes a little more fun, and I'm going to tease the the Chiefs just to win the game. Start out one and zero, especially at Arrowhead. Pair, what do you want to add to that?
3: Uh, some uh, some ATS facts here. They're pretty convincing. Uh, Chiefs six and two ATS in week one under Andy Reid. Eight and two ATS in September with Patrick Mahomes playing. Uh, the Brownies, I, I do like them this year, but man, week ones. Their tough tough six,
0: draw, tough draw.
3: Yeah, last 16 week one games are four 11 and one ATS. And Baker, he's on a three and 11 ATS run on the road. Yeah, one other
1: spread to throw in there too. Four straight home openers for the Chiefs, four and zero ATS. Yeah, uh, that, the,
0: that's the Pat Mahomes. And even, uh, that, that, does that get us back to a little Alex Smith too?
1: I mean, this is this is one of my favorite games of the week.
0: Andy Reid.
1: Andy Reid sucks. I hate him. I hate looking at his face. I, I'm wondering what kind of face diapers he's going to have on this year, but I can't stand it.
3: <laughs> <Reed>. It's <laughs> the Andy Reid preparation factor. Preparation
1: H, perhaps. You seen that guy? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this is one of my favorite games of the week. I hate to say this, being Broncos fan, but Chiefs. Depending on your book, you can grab them at five and a half right now. If you have them at five and a half. Uh, reverse mortgage, throw everything you got on it. A couple field goals for the Chiefs. Again, four straight covers in their home openers. Their offensive line looks ready to come out swinging. The Browns, I agree, pair. good team this year. I think we can make some money off of them unless the lines catch up to them too quickly. They're a good team, but are they going to cover at Arrowhead, good team? I don't think so. I think the Chiefs come away with this one uh, probably more handily than five and a half, six points. If you want to tease it to a pick, that's money all day.
0: Ethan thoughts on the uh the the former runner-ups of the Super Bowl last season.
2: The former runner-ups. The Chiefs. Yeah, I mean I'm going to pick them to win every game every week no matter what. ACS. So I'll never pick against the Chiefs. No, right, never. It. So All right,
0: we have that that leaves us with four uh or actually five games including Monday night. I only want to talk about two of them. Uh the, the ones that actually matter. Um, one of them being the Dolphins and the Patriots. This game's a lot of fun for me. I don't know about you guys. Me and Pear actually disagree on this game. It's, it's really the only game we strongly disagree on. I wanted to hammer the Dolphins uh, in this game, especially against some rookie quarterback, Mac Jones. I don't think Tua is, is good by any means, but uh, it's, it's a shitty Alabama quarterback versus a shitty Alabama quarterback. Another shitty Alabama quarterback starting for Philadelphia. Um, I want to start out with Ethan here. Ethan, are you with me on this one? Are we rolling with the Dolphins after watching their defense play well last year? Or are you drinking the the pair uh pear broth and Bill Belichick Kool-Aid that Belichick has all this time to prepare and he's gonna come out and beat the shit off of uh, beat the brakes off of Tua?
2: God, I think both these Alabama quarterbacks suck. Yeah. And but Tua probably sucks more. And so I'll go with the big fat man and the genius. Yeah. The, I'm gonna go gonna, with the Belichick.
0: With, so the unknown to you is more valuable than Tua sucking.
2: Yes. Yeah. okay and just okay. it's just it's bill belichick dude he smacks cheeks in that division forever and i don't care about last year he had to work with one of the worst quarterbacks to ever play football so i'm going all the way with
1: uh old billy and and big Former boy MVP, Mac. one of the worst quarterbacks to ever play football
0: <laughs> yeah and uh papi you got something you want to
4: add to that one <laughs> i just want to make the fact Believe it. um one, one quick fact that miami has probably the best fight song because it was remixed by t pain if you guys want to hear that just oh i gotta just, change just just <laughs> go- just just google it but um no uh great defense again uh, i guess an unexperienced quarterback i might just take dolphins straight up at that money line at plus 115 120 i i think that might be my my uh my um underdog pick of the week even though they're not really that big of an underdog
0: now, I'm going to skip Paris' thoughts on this game because I already know that he uh, he just wants to hammer Bill Belichick,
3: and uh,
0: he's going to spew off a bunch of stats that probably talk about how good the Patriots are at home. But I don't care. I have important
3: because, stuff to say.
0: Yeah, Paris. they don't have Tom Brady anymore. That's why I don't give a shit, but go ahead.
2: That sounded like a sad plea from like an eight-year-old <laughs> trying to get in between
3: an argument of his parents, bro. It was.
2: Excuse me, please, I have something to say. <laughs> That's
3: exactly what I was going for. <laughs> Glad you picked up on it. Uh, Yeah, this this game is this game is uh, (laughs) (laughs) this game is like so conflicting to me because I hate the Patriots as a Bills fan. Uh, I hate Alabama quarterbacks. I hate Bill Belichick. Uh, But again, I'll say it again: first time quarterbacks making their first start, eighteen and six ATS last two seasons. But on the other side of that, he's a favorite too. Yeah, underdogs in week one divisional games. 26-9 26-9 and 2 ATS the past seven seasons.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah. How many wins. how many of these rookie quarterbacks have been a favorite? Like usually the rookie quarterbacks come from some, When two trends teams. go head
3: to head, what does pair choose? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna have to maybe just defer to, to Tiny Nick on this one. Or you know You know, just you know no, how take I'm gonna the, the little, little
2: boy way out, huh, Pear? If After gonna, all that
3: you're on the party and have a
2: conversation. You can't even sack up and throw a pick down on something. But, no one's going to even remember what you picked. Come on, dog, but you want to go with Jones. You cannot, Mac tell, Jones.
3: Me. You cannot <laughs> tell me that Bill Belichick had what? Nine months to prepare for this game. To
0: prepare? Yeah, I knew for... you were going to say that. Did I not just call that? That's what you were going to say. Dude, I get it. But Bill Belichick is still unknown without Tom Brady. Look how fucking horrible Cam Newton and the Patriots were last year. And it doesn't it matter. Like, this oh, is going to be a you defensive game. Bill but, Belichick's boy. And boom, he's gone. Who cares?
3: This is going to be a oh. defensive game. The total is 43 and a half. It's already. Yeah, the Patriots, Patriots are never under. winning
0: another Super Bowl. Mark my words. I'm giving him the curse of the dirty Ever. right now. <laughs> Patriots are never winning another Super Bowl. forever. <laughs> That's it. You heard it here first. I hope now, they
3: don't as a bills fan. That would be awesome. So I'm, I'm going I'm to tell I'm just you. There's, saying.
0: there's four other games going. This is how I want to do it. Uh, I want to, I, I just, I really want to get you guys quick. Tease up, tease down. And I do want to talk about the Jameis Winston-Aaron Rodgers game. So let's get through the other ones first. The Broncos are three-point favorites against the Giants. This is my favorite game of the week. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm hammering Dylan's Broncos, Uh, even though I, I wish Drew Locke was the starting quarterback for the Broncos, because I do think that Drew Locke still had a lot to prove um, as a starting quarterback in the NFL, and he hasn't been given that chance, although Teddy is a, a good story, and I'm happy for Teddy Bridgewater, uh, especially with a team like Denver that actually has a chance. I wish Denver was the home team here. But anybody, uh, anybody want to contest that, or are we uh, we just we skipping the tease up, tease down, and taking the this, Broncos minus. This three. is
1: my. Uh, I'm trying not to. Of course, I'm a Broncos fan. I really tried to remove my bias from this. I I got the Broncos minus one three weeks ago. I'm hammering minus three. Also, the Giants they don't have the speed to keep up with our wide receivers. They're supposedly a better defense this year.
0: <laughs> what well, Ethan? What's so funny over there? Yeah. Oh,
1: I hammered this bet three weeks ago. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Ready for you. the pod, <laughs> it's time to shine,
4: Denver. <laughs> well, I got get him at, on your feet. I got him at it's
1: minus one Thomas at that point not too.
4: One, but three points on the spread.
2: <laughs> <Take him. laughs> I'm going with Teddy Two Gloves too, Dylan.
1: Teddy Two Gloves, I love it. Yeah, Teddy t- Teddy Two Gloves. Your yeah, old Minnesota fans ought to be ought to be proud of this one, but. Jones will be uh, overwhelmed by the Denver defense. Uh, we're too fast on the outside offensively. One of the worst offenses in the league. Actually, we might have been the single worst offense in the league last year. Uh, all we're going to need is 21, 24 points to win this game.
3: That's because you played a practice squad wide receiver quarterback because your stupid organization <laughs> has quarterbacks that think that they run shit and that they're going to pull some high school. Okay, um, I, I, I literally, I don't want to hear <laughs> the that, the baby. Their, I don't want to hear trackers. that at all. Well, If we put them in the four corners of a the room, they'll think that we're sitting apart.
1: Okay, <laughs> any other team, when this when the entire Steelers organization and the entire Ravens organization got COVID, they moved the fucking football game three times. Our entire quarterback <laughs> staff goes down. We call the NFL and ask if we can have an assistant coach play quarterback,
0: <laughs> and, and they, they say, say no. no. That was the funniest shit. That was the the highlight of last football season i totally forgot about that and the wide receiver probably did worse than the assistant coach One of
2: Fame. <laughs> goodell actually said john the only way we're moving this game is if your ass your old ass is getting Just out there and putting up You're some going under the <laughs> because <laughs> that's it buddy and well you know john always a puss so he wouldn't do it
0: so we're gonna we're gonna go with the denver sweep on that one we're gonna skip the t's now Raiders, Ravens, the John Grudens are four and a half, under, four and a half point underdogs at home. John Gruden is going to turn Vegas up, man. That's going to be a party. I am hammering <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders plus four and a half against, asinine. Lamar, asinine. against Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is trash. Let's go, Raiders. It's asinine. a Vegas party. We'll go to Omnia after the game. Uh, John Gruden's going to have a great time. I wish I was at that game. I wish I could go from the Iowa State UNLV game to that game, but – the schedules don't line up. Uh, we're actually going to the the Vikings Cardinals game that, that week. In anyways, Ethan, are you taking the uh, the Raiders in this game as well? Or are you uh you taking what everybody else looks like they're taking and going against me?
2: The Raiders are about as interesting as John Gruden is good at player personnel. So no, I'm going to be riding hard the Baltimore Ravens in this game.
0: Minus four and a half. Good luck. You're an idiot. Couple uh, that? Just, they're going
2: to. The cheeks on Derek Carr. Yeah. I'm teasing me? the
0: Raiders up to 10 and a half for the, for the record. I'm not taking them plus four and a half, even though I just said I am, I, I like it as a t- 10 and a half. That's a magic number. Boom city. Gruden's not going down 10 and a
2: half. Sure. Now. If you're teasing one way, you can't tease through the line. Uh, so yeah, but four and a half, I'm picking the Ravens
3: all day.
0: And uh, we'll wrap things up here. Uh, uh,
3: with You know you could have Lamar Jackson could take one emergency wet shit per quarter in this game, and they would still annihilate the Raiders. The, the Ravens are 5-0 and o week one ATS in the last five seasons. Lamar, 13-3-2 ATS on the road, 6-2 ATS in primetime games. Come on, man. This is a Monday night, night game as well.
0: And our Sunday night game is the Bears at the Rams, which is another fun game for me because I think the Rams are a team that could win a Super Bowl. I'm high on the Matt Stafford Rams as long as he stays healthy, which clearly in Detroit was very hard to do, but – would you really want to stay healthy in Detroit either? Um, I honestly, like, I, I don't blame the guy. I mean, he's, he's part of all these horrible, uh, horrible teams. Bad offensive line. Uh, Calvin Johnson just retires in the middle of his career. Like, fuck, uh, fuck the Lions, man. They're a bad team. Seven-and-a-half point favorite against uh, against a quarterback that's either going to be a, a red-headed backup uh, being uh, Andy Dalton, who is slated to start the game, uh, Dylan's uh, doppelganger uh or justin field to a uh if he gets in the game that probably means it's a blowout right so rams all day anything you guys want to say against that
1: under i can't believe i'm saying this in our first podcast of the season this is an whoa I know. And, and that, that brings us sea.
0: that brings us to our i saying an under i mean you gotta I, hit the under yeah. packers and saints dylan uh this is this is a game that. Um, it was brought to my attention by Pear uh, due to a brain slip that this game is being played. Uh, Pear, you want to tell everybody exactly where this game is being played?
3: I know where it's uh, being in played. In Dylan's backyard.
2: Yeah. Jackson, <laughs> Dylan. Uh, and do we know I... why it's being played there? So. Global warming.
0: <laughs> but why that place
2: was chosen?
3: The Saints.
2: <laughs> no. The Saints, like assistant coach, went on Expedia orbits, wherever the hell. And found out the most expensive flight from Green Bay to whatever oh, city, is. and determined it was Jacksonville. That's because our airport but little is does here. he know that the town of dumpsters, Jacksonville, has a lot of people uh, who are also from a dumpster town in Green Bay. So there's a <laughs> swath of those fat turds that moved south and just gave up on whatever no. they were doing up north, uh, evading, does th- you know, does he, think, off- uh,
3: does, he, does he think Green Bay in Jacksonville? Wise, they're actually like, turned over. What? <laughs> what,
2: what's that? You actually have to flip over a bunch of uh, All right. news <laughs> where to find those Packers fans. Yeah, but they will be going to the game.
0: All right. Uh, before I let Ethan just keep going out of the avenue that I, uh, I just can't allow this to go due to time restraints. Um, the, the, the Saints and the Packers have two of the most unlikable quarterbacks in the league. Now, with a a four-point spread being in a game that the Saints don't actually have the home field advantage, has Aaron Rodgers had enough time to practice to get this done? Um, Yes or no question? Dylan, Perry, Ethan, what do you guys think?
3: This is a massive seven-point move towards Green Bay. Like, it's ridiculous. At some point, you have to go against that move, Uh, especially if you're getting four and a half. I I would be tempted to take the Saints in that spot.
0: We're teasing teasing the Saints up to 10 right now.
3: I would tease the Saints up to 10, yes, Um, even though – I mean, LaFleur has been good in September. Um, but the Saints eight eight and two ATS as a dog since twenty eighteen.
0: I mean, fuck September that,
1: Matt LaFleur is twenty-six and six in the last couple seasons. I mean, this is Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers last year is 26 there. And six. He's gonna go he's gonna go MVP season again and then he's gonna come to Denver. I, I I'm just taking Green Bay. I did get this line at two and a half, so it feels a little bit different. Obviously, with the four points and probably four and a half before game time. Uh, but that said, I still do think you tease the Saints up, and it's uh, it's not a ten plus point game.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, it's not easy to fit all these games into one episode. So to to kind of wrap things up here, uh, Dylan, what is your top play of the week? It can be anything: a player prop, an under/over, a team spread, a tease what's your top play of the week as well as parent Ethans afterwards
1: so not to be redundant we already talked about hammer and Denver that is my favorite my second favorite though is the Jacksonville Houston game I'm playing the over there um, <clears throat> Houston 13 of their last 16 over uh, over 45 that is last for uh, last 16 games that they had at a line of 45 13 of 16 over they also allow 29 points a game. Houston last year allowed 30 points a game. I I love the over in this game. I'm shocked by how low the line is. I think you've got two offenses that still have a lot of talent, despite the big question mark of Deshaun Watson, whether he's going to be in prison or in a football uniform.
0: Uh, <laughs> I like
1: the over here, 45.
0: Yeah, we got to get that that fantasy football prison team assembled, Ethan. Now, uh, Pair, uh, is... <laughs> what do you want to add to that? What's your top uh, pick of the week, pair I know, uh, I know you've had uh, you had three you wanted to talk about. So uh, pick your top one here real quick, and uh, and then we'll get Ethan's as well.
3: Well, uh, my top play uh, is the over forty eight in Eagles Falcons. Uh, it's a one and a half point move to the over in that game. I, these teams just don't play any defense; they don't have any defense, uh, but they do have some excellent players on offense. This game's going over in the dome.
0: And uh, Ethan, what is your top play of the week? I
2: don't have a top play of the week. I'm sitting this one out guys.
0: All right. Good, good stuff from uh, Ethan there. My top play of the week is going to be, this kid's the fucking worst podcaster in the world. And he's been on the pot. Sorry. I'm drafting two
2: teams in a fantasy football league. One of them is on this podcast. <laughs> um, I didn't know about the pick of the week and I don't give a shit. No one cares what my picks are. I finished last in the Pickham's league last year. You're better off not having me on.
0: So here, Ethan, on Ethan, <laughs> Ethan and I are going up against, uh, or Per and I are going up against, uh, Ethan and one of his buddies, Cy, uh, in a one-on-one competition this year in the super contest to see who can do better. Seems like it's going to be a pretty easy win for the boys. My number one pick of the week is going to be the 49ers seven, minus seven and a half right now. Hopefully it comes down to seven against the, uh, the Detroit Lions. The 49ers are just too good of a team that uh, people are forgetting about. They got a little bit of a dual quarterback thing now, and both quarterbacks uh, have proven to be able to play when they're on. And the Lions suck. I'm, I'm, I'm completely out on the Lions. I'm done on the Lions. So all of that being said, uh, to finish today's episode, and we'll of we'll make things more concise in the future. Obviously, it's our first episode of the year. It's a little hard. Um, pair. Uh, take us down. And take you have sixty seconds, pair. What are your college? Uh, what are your college thoughts for this weekend? Take us through your college corner.
3: Well, it's uh, overreaction week, week two in uh, college football, uh, but there are some uh, some good games that I'm looking at. Um, number one, Friday night, Coastal Carolina minus twenty five versus Kansas. I love Coastal in this game. Kansas is awful. They lost six games by more than this margin last year, and they're worse this year. Uh, they just beat South Dakota by three points. It's ridiculous. Um, so give me Coastal Carolina there. Uh, on Saturday, NC State minus two and a half at Mississippi State. Uh, it's a big line move in this game through zero. Uh, it's a definite smart money move. Um, Mississippi State almost lost a La Tech at home last week. Uh, that's terrible. Uh, NC State should should roll in this one. Uh, the Holy War. Uh, utah and byu holy war between a bunch of people who are spirit orbs from the planet kolub uh give me utah minus seven at byu <laughs> and uh then give me stanford usc under 52 and a half
0: well there you have it that's our first uh paris college corner of the year ethan you look like you wanted to say something and you oh, just yeah. stopped
2: Gotta bet the BYU Utah State game because ESPN during daytime television, I think on Tuesday, let Steve Young talk about it for at least in what felt like three hours.
0: So, uh, just uh, direct
2: descendant to, of Brigham Young himself.
0: To kind of wrap. Who had up, fifty-six children? Makes sense. I'm probably related. I I literally I I, I just <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to anything that Ethan's. Um, I want to I finish things up with my top five really quick. Just run down. I'm going to take the Jags minus three. I'm going with the Bikes uh, against the spread this week. I also, uh, I'm taking the Broncos minus three. I'm taking the 49ers, like I said, minus seven and a half. And I'm taking the Titans minus three uh, at home against the Cardinals. That's my top five. Anything you guys want to add before we get out of here?
2: Thanks All for right. joining. Well, See you next that's
0: week. That that's that's, sounds like a wrap for us today. Uh, Ethan, what is your Twitter? Where can we find you?
2: Yeah, my Twitter is something that has to do with, uh, you know, Anthony Edwards looking like Michael Jordan. Uh, you can find me in Jimmy Chills mentions. Uh, welcome back to Squawk on the Street this week. You were missed. Hope you had a good day. Pairing up with Nala. But I really want to know, <laughs> um, you know, we this is kind of the first downturn in the market this week. Um, <laughs> you know, down ten percent today. Palantir. Do we see it recovering going to? Uh, you know, I'm. I, I still have that one month to be able to avoid a wash sale. So, <laughs> should I get back in now while it's down, or, or do I wait it out the month? It's a long term hold for me, but i, I just wondering. Uh, as I make my rotational <laughs> plays, uh, with the Fed upcoming decision, uh, what do I do? I'll
3: hang up and listen. Big booyah, Jim.
0: <laughs> per, where can we find you on Twitter?
3: Uh, yeah, you can find me at. Horse paste pastries, uh, where I'm always sharing fun and delicious recipes to combine your ivermectin with baked goods, uh, which honestly I find is the best way to reduce the number of times you shit yourself in public. Uh, my personal favorite right now, it just has to be a raspberry turnover with ivermectin frosting. Mmm, folks, now that tastes like owning the libs. Yummy. Oh wait, Nick, did you did you say my Getter account or my Twitter account? Fuck, I'm sorry, my bad. At the Paris Eleven. And Dylan, where can we find you?
1: Yeah, you can either find me by searching for Joe Biden, following him, and looking for the first person to reply to every single one of his tweets. (laughs) Or you can follow me on my direct at, which is Bitcoin Maximalist. Bitcoin Maximalist. (laughs) I'm Muse Success. Muse Success on Twitter.
0: And you can find me at the Real Tiny Nick. I apologize to everyone for going a little long this week, uh, working out the kinks still, but we look forward to a fun NFL season. Let's go Cowboys.